Hey, my friend, welcome along to the Nutrition Nuggets podcast, helping you get clarity on nutrition. I'm your host, Dale Pinnock, Sunday Times bestselling author, nutritionist, and creator of the Culinary Medicine College. Every episode here in the podcast, we dig deep on the subject of nutrition to give you clarity, to give you answers, and to expand your knowledge. Hey, my friends, how are you doing? It's been a little while, I know, I know, been uh, working on other things, lots of exciting things to tell you about very, very soon. But just coming back to some of these short little episodes that I know you guys have been loving, um, a few things that I want to talk about over the next few weeks, and one that seems to be popping up all of the time, you've heard me talk about it over and over again, I'm sure, and it's something that... I've been talking about on my social media and in some of the live Q&As, all of that kind of stuff. But still, I get asked the question. Still, I see content online that kind of puts out this half-truth about omega-3 fatty acids. In particular, what I'm going to talk about is plant sources of omega-3 and why they are inferior when they are just coming from the plant food sources, okay? There is a way around it with supplements. We'll get onto that. But what I'm talking about here is food sources, plant food sources of omega-3 and why that is inferior. So we're talking about things like chia seeds, flax seeds, walnuts, those kinds of things that people are always, always touting as being amazing sources of omega-3. And you see you see this content all over social media, all over the internet. People say, oh, no, 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 you don't need to eat fish. You don't need to eat fish. All you need is a handful of walnuts a day or a few chia seeds that will give you all the omega-3 that you need. No, it won't. It's certainly true that those foods do contain a lot of omega-3. But what you need to understand is that omega-3 isn't one single compound. It isn't one single substance. Omega-3 refers to an entire family of fatty acids. There's four of them, okay? There's ALA, EPA, DHA, and DPA. Out of those four, there's two that are vital to human physiology. There's two that will actually deliver any kind of biological activity. And then there's two that are essentially redundant. Well, one that's that's like minimally important and then one that's absolutely redundant. The two that actually have any impact upon human physiology whatsoever are the long-chain varieties, the EPA and the DHA. EPA, icosapentaenoic acid, DHA, docosahexaenoic acid. Now, DHA. DHA is an omega-3 fatty acid that is involved in structure. So, structures like the myelin sheath in our neurons, structures like the rods and the cones in our eyes cell membranes. It plays a structural role. EPA, on the other hand, 
actually helps to reduce inflammation in the body and works as a very powerful signaling molecule. It actually helps to increase the production of our body's own natural inbuilt inflammatory manager, something that will reduce inflammation. Those are the ones that we actually need. And if you want a lot more detail, then go a few episodes back and look at the the episode that I did with my good friend, Dr. Alex Richardson. We really, we really start going down the rabbit hole in that one. Um, so yeah, EPA and DHA, they're the ones that actually do something in our body. When it comes to plants, omega-3 exists in the form of ALA. ALA has to go through significant enzymatic conversion in order to be turned into EPA and DHA, the ones, those fatty acids, those omega-3s that the body can actually use. They need to be fed through desaturase enzymes and elongase enzymes. Remember I said long chain, they need to be elongated. They need to have more double bonds added to them. So they're becoming less saturated. So desaturase, elongase, these important enzymes that will actually convert ALA, which which does nothing in our body, into EPA and DHA, the ones which do have biological activity within our body. All well and good until you realise that human beings are very, very poor at doing that conversion. We just don't do it very well. From an evolutionary point of view, I mean, just just use your use some common sense at this point. You think about how much of the the body of the earth is taken up by ocean. It's fair to assume that through big chunks of our evolution, we were very reliant on the ocean as a a source of food, a source of sustenance. So we've evolved to be gleaning the long-chain omega-3 fatty acids that you would find in fish and seafood much more easily. We can convert some. And when I say some, we're looking at about a 4% conversion of ALA into EPA and a 0.6% conversion into DHA. So you could be eating walnuts and flax seeds and chia seeds all day long. Great foods, by the way, loads and loads of health benefits for different reasons. You could be eating those all day and you will not come anywhere near close to getting sufficient long-chain omega-3 fatty acids. Fish like mackerel, salmon, those kinds of things, fish that swim in the upper layers of the water, they convert, they, they consume algae and phytoplankton, which also contain lots of ALA, but they're very, very efficient at doing the conversion. So they do the conversion and then they store those preformed long chain omega-3 fatty acids in their tissues. When we eat those fish, we get those preformed fatty acids. In they go, doing their thing. Now, I understand that a lot of you wish to follow a plant-based diet. 
or wish to not eat fish for whatever reason. Totally respect that. That's completely up to you. So you need, but what you need to obviously be aware that that potentially will create a shortcoming in your diet that you will need to address with a supplement. And the way to do that is look for an algae derived omega 3 that contains both DHA. I mean, DHA algae derived supplements have been on the market for decades, but also EPA. Both are vital. Miss out on EPA at your peril, literally. Thankfully, the technology now exists to glean EPA from algae. So there are many supplement companies, BioCare and Viridian are two that kind of pop, pop into my head, that actually produce a algae-derived omega-3 that contains both the EPA and the DHA. That is your only option. Do not be fooled. Do not take any other answer. I'm telling you this, that is your only option. There is no other way you will get EPA in your diet. Okay? So I just wanted to put that 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 one to bed because it's something that came up in a weekly nutrition Q&A. Something that I've just started doing, been doing it a couple of weeks now, I've been getting a great, great, great attendance. Every Wednesday night at 8pm, I'm going live on my Facebook page, so just look for The Medicinal Chef on Facebook. I'm going live and I'm doing an open floor nutrition Q&A for an hour every single Wednesday. And they've been fantastic. Some of the, you know, the, the, the range of questions that are being asked and the, the level of engagement from people has been fantastic. So I'd love you to come along. If you're a listener of this podcast and you've not been to one of these yet, make sure you come along. Make sure you follow my Facebook page, The Medicinal Chef. And 8pm UK time. So, you know, if you're overseas, which I know a lot of you are, then you might have to do the uh, <laughs> the conversion. 8pm UK time on my Facebook page, The Medicinal Chef. I will be going live each and every Wednesday doing an open floor nutrition Q&A. OK, so until next time, my friends, have a fantastic week. Look after yourself, look after yourself, look after yourself, stay healthy and speak to you soon.